1: Bringing you the food you love. McDelivery Delivery brings a top tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery, Delivery. Just like Leicester City this season. So the only thing left to say is... You win. Order now on the McDonald's app. And you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants 18+. plus Rewards registration required... Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com.
0: This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network.
1: It's uh, Tuesday, it's 7.30, it's the preview show and it's Christmas week Are we all feeling festive? Mm -hmm. Not a lot Well, if you can't fill your stockings tonight, (laughs) we're failing in our duty Coming up, we've got a little matter of this it is revenge um <laughs> i remember the my man united fans laughing at me when they beat us on the last day and sneaked into that uh, last champions league place get rid of that how how did that go for you man united fans <laughs> yeah welcome to the europa league and welcome to this you are watching Leicester Till I Die
0: TV with Chris and Chubbs. YouTube, Facebook, Twitter,
1: Instagram, and Pinterest.
0: All you need for everything Leicester City FC. It's Leicester Till I Die TV. Leicester Till I Die. Now available on Spotify.
1: We are. We are all over the place. Uh, if you're watching us live, it's YouTube. Uh, it's the Lester till I die TV. If you're on Periscope Twitter, it's at Lester Tid. And if you're on Facebook, it's the group Lester till I die. And if it is, or if you are on Facebook, we're going to do that stream yard link a little click, no cost and no registration, just means that uh, we can see who we're talking to. And we do want to hear your comments, so feel free to add your comments in and we'll bring them in and chat about them as we go through the night. And if you're listening on Catch Up, we're on Google Podcast, we are on. Apple iTunes podcast, Spotify and Anchor. And I discovered today a couple of others as well. So if you go along to the website, uh, go on to the podcast page. It's in the index that goes across the top. You'll be able to see all the podcasts that we are on. Let's say a big ho, ho, ho and welcome in my chat chum, Craig, and say, good evening, Craig, Merry Christmas. Are you looking forward to your stockings being filled?
0: Good evening, Chris. Good evening, everybody. And uh, of course, who isn't? I mean, it's Christmas. (laughs) It is. It is. Um, I'm
1: old enough to remember when all you woke up in the morning with in your stockings was nuts and crackers. But maybe we
0: (laughs) maybe that was just a dream. I don't know. Well, I think there's every chance that you might still wake up with nuts in your stockings this morning, uh, Christmas morning, Chris. But I'm not sure about the crackers.
1: <laughs> Let's say welcome along to Ivan. Good evening, Ivan. Thank you for joining us, mate. Um, we will be taking on Man United. I'll be watching it at the cinema in Rocco Village, Sierra Leone. Well, you're not gonna have a white Christmas wow. over there, are you? <laughs> Enjoy it, mate. Let me just get rid of me dangly bit there. There we go. It's just it's starting to annoy me. Let me go around like that. So, Craig, it's Man United.
0: How are you feeling? Well. I'm feeling I'm feeling good. I mean, um, we had a great win against uh, Spurs. We um, we've just passed the winter solstice, so it'll be summer before we know it. The lights uh, nights are getting lighter. It's Christmas around the corner, and we've got the chance to get our revenge, as you so eloquently put it, on Man United. And I think, you know, we should be confident. Probably more confident now than we might have been. Uh, after the previous result. But I think that's, that's yeah. given everybody a bit of a boost, I think, that that performance against Spurs. Uh,
1: it did. I mean, had we not had that performance, which again, and I keep saying this, this every performance is not what I'm expecting. We're beating teams that I'm thinking, I thought we are going to lose. I thought they we were going to, you know, put, the, put us <laughs> to the sword. But we're winning those games and we're losing the ones that we're thinking that, that, that the ones we should be winning.
0: It is. And, and that just adds to the frustration mission, doesn't it? I mean, you you think of the teams that we've beaten and the way we've played, and then you look at the home games that we've dropped points in. And uh, I mean, the reality is that if you look at the points overall, and you you took away the points where you you didn't think we'd get any, such as Man City, maybe Spurs, and we took them against uh, Fulham and uh, and Villa, West Ham, then we'd be in the same sort of kind of space. But we'd all be thinking, you know, happy days. It's yes. just the, the, the fact that we've beaten a few decent teams that we all look about the ones that got away.
1: Yeah, and Rob, thank you um, for your stockings against Man United. Um, have you seen me in my stockings? I thought I didn't realise the pictures had got out. We'll <laughs> we'll move on. Um, it's scary to think though, Craig. Where had we won the games that we should have? Had we won the games we lost that we should have probably won?
0: We'd be would be clear, yeah. wouldn't we? We would be clear, and I would imagine that um, Jamie Carragher and Gary Neville still wouldn't be talking about us as a potential <laughs> title winner. I you mean, know, I don't think it matters what we do. I know, you know, I know they were they were chatting away last night and they were uh, putting together their top fours, and uh, obviously we weren't in it um, no. because you know, and you know, to be honest. I'm quite happy just chugging along without all the expectation. We could just go about our business and we'll finish where we finish.
1: In a way though, and as you know in this program I play devil's advocate. I am I am the uh, the Susanna Reed to your your Piers Morgan. But when you look at what happened when you look at what happened I've got the moves I'll tell you. When I look, when you look at what happened last season and how we dropped off Mm. <laughs> I've got to say, can you blame them for not including us in?
0: Not really, not really. But I don't think anybody else, um, you know, was that great as well at the end of it. I, you know, it, they they could have said the same, you know, if you'd have had a slow start, you know, that we've just carried that over. But the fact is that we didn't. We've had a, we had a really good start. Um, we've put all of that behind us. And if you just take it on the points that we've got on the board, plus the teams that we've beaten. You know, we've beaten Spurs away, who, you know, two weeks ago, before the last two games, they were all talking about Spurs as the champions. You know, they were going to be the ones who really challenged Liverpool. We've gone away and beaten Man City. You know, but still, there's a a lack of respect. I'm sure that everybody who watched the Spurs game felt a little bit like me. It was all, you know, well, Spurs weren't very good, were they? You know, rather other than we were really good, we had a great game plan uh, that we stuck to, and we nullified Spurs, And uh, but it was still all about Spurs.
1: It it, it was, it was. Uh, maybe we should just watch BT and Amazon instead, who at least sort of do give us some credit. Talking of which, and I nearly um, had a little bit of an accident early, because I thought I'd done the graphic wrong, but the match, we do now say so it is Boxing Day, you can only spend Christmas Day now if you're able to spend any time at all over Christmas with your loved one. So, an excuse to tell the wife you don't have to be with her on Boxing Day. You're going to watch the football instead. It's on BT Sport at twelve thirty. I had a feeling it was going to be uh, Amazon.
0: Yeah, I wasn't sure who it was to be honest, but you know, you know, we've been told that we're we're only allowed to spend um, Christmas with our closest loved ones so that's exactly what we'll be doing we'll be watching leicester city
1: <laughs> i like it i like it right let's um oops, i'm just trying to multitask and it's not working very well at all um let's have a quick 10 second break and well, will possibly a bit longer than that and then we'll have a couple of views from those that are watching and we'll head into uh, the game against manchester united uh so um here we go
0: Ho ho ho! Merry Christmas everyone!
1: Can you tell I'm getting a little bit excited about Christmas, Greg?
0: I, I can indeed, and I think you'll be becoming the new Steven Spielberg there, Chris.
1: <laughs> not... Uh, not um... Not without a little bit of help from uh, Mr. Google, my my, my healthy <laughs> assistant. <laughs> As someone has put here, according to Jose, best team lost. I, I watched that and I don't know where he came from with that at all. Uh, all I will say, mm. if you are watching this, Jose, and, and like Brendan, I, I'm, I'm sure he does. You know, he has got a bit of a, a, a film career for himself there, hasn't he?
0: I think he has. Um, I, I thought it was interesting, though. Uh, I don't know if you watched the uh, Liverpool Crystal Palace game, and uh, apparently at the end of that seven-nil thrashing, Roy Hodgson um, said to Klopp that he thought the the best team lost in that game as well. So, yeah. But uh, right, Man, Man United. Here we
1: go. We've played them 130 mm-hmm. times in total, and we struggle against Man United over the years. Um, we've won 33, uh, drawn 29. We've lost 68. Um, bringing that into perspective, um, of the 28 that we've played whilst we've been in the Premier League, it doesn't make much better reading. We've only actually managed to win two of those.
0: That doesn't make good reading at all, does it? They They are a bit of a... A hoodoo team honours and um, I think, you know, I think in years gone past, you could probably understand why, you know, we, we would have had a, an inferiority complex against the might of Manchester United. But in recent years, over the, the past few uh, seasons in the Premier League, there's been no reason to do that. But for some reason, we still do seem to have this inferiority complex. You've only got to look back at the last game of last season. You know, that was a Manchester United team that was ready to be beaten. And the prize was the Champions League. And yeah. again, we didn't turn up, you know, for whatever reason. As I say, you know, it's it's still Manchester United, whether they are, you know, further down the league or what, that, that name seems to hang like a chain around some of our players' necks. And, uh, you know, and now's the time that we've got to start breaking off those shackles. And, uh, you know, if we want to be a serious top six, top six contenders, we've got to start beating these teams on a regular basis.
1: Yeah and rob thank you very much for that thank you for your nice comments and i hope you mean the drink there and not the uh not the other substance <laughs> I, I might have been able to to have been uh, grateful for some of that this week i'll tell you uh and i mean we joke but you and me are of a certain age craig and if you go back to the pre ferguson years again they were not a team to be feared because Yes, they went out and they bought all the big names purely because they could, but they mm-hmm. could—they never bought a team, did they? They never bought—you know—they seemed to buy a player almost to stop Liverpool, who were the dominant force at the time, maybe buying them. But no matter yeah. who they bought, they couldn't get past Liverpool. But even then, like you say, it, just think about Man United. Maybe it's why we all hate them so much.
0: Maybe that's it. I mean, you know, they, they've had their. The Times I remember, well, I don't remember because I, even I was a bit too young. Um, but I remember ex-player Dennis Law backhealing one in for Man City to relegate them. Um, yeah. So they have been down in the in the lower leagues, um, and they had a decent team at the time as well. Um, but there's just something about that Manchester United. They are, you know, whether we like it or not, they are one of the biggest clubs in the world. Not necessarily mm. one of the best teams, but they are one of the biggest clubs, and, and that does come with a certain uh, amount of uh, uh, confidence that it gives it should give every player who pulls the shirt on. I'm not sure it does at the mm. minute. But as I say, you know, now's the time that we need to start showing our own um, pedigree. Mm. And uh, and you know, it, thing is, you know, we can't expect you know the so called pundits to be talking about as as a top six, top four club if we don't believe it ourselves and our players don't believe it, and they have to believe it. And show it when they walk on the pitch against these teams. And they did that against I mean, Spurs to be fair. Because Danny came out and gave a very positive interview. I'm not sure whether that was
1: today or yesterday that, that, that somebody posted up. And you know, it, it's I mean let's have I mean let's have a look at I like, say you, mean, you meant you mentioned earlier last season. Those, mm. those are the two games last season, you know. The one 0 like you say when they, they they beat us to to get in the Champions League, two-nil earlier on in the season. But they are no great guns, um, and yet, despite everything, and despite all the moaning Man United fans that there seems to be, it for most clubs, what Oli is doing is—you know—he got them into the Champions League last season. They are sat third this season. For for me for mere mortal clubs like ourselves, we'd be quite happy with that, wouldn't we?
0: We would. I mean, it, there's, there's a, again, we, we talk about the level of expectation that there is now on Leicester City and the, the level of expectation that Leicester City fans have about us. The level of expectation that Manchester United have to live under is is immense. And as you say, you know, they're, they're sitting third. If they won their game in hand, they'd go second and they'd be the nearest challenges to Liverpool with a team that by all accounts, if you believe everything and every pundit, you know, are not very good and they have a manager who can't get the best out of them. So, if that's him not getting the best out of them, then I know, you know, go out the rest of it when he does.
1: I know. They, they, I mean, this is it, you know. I mean, what what do they want? You know that they went because I just I just think, like, say, it is it is expectations from the fans that leads me nicely into not wanting any, needing an excuse to play this again, but just just wanting to get rid of Harry Maguire. Get rid of Harry Maguire. He is shit. He is absolutely shit. I'm going to play that, I tell you, every Man United go. I love it. That and the Arsenal fan, I love it to be. And that kind of sums them up, doesn't it, really? Mind yeah. you, if we paid 80 yeah, million and got the performance out of him, we wouldn't be happy.
0: Uh, exactly. I mean, but, I, I, again, I'm not sure. They obviously watch more than we do. You know, they analyse yeah. it to the nth degree and... Every, you know, we, we lose to Fulham, we get critical of our teams. They lose to virtually anyone and they get really critical of their players. And I, I work with, with a Manchester United fan, which is uh, often great fun. Um, but we, uh, we, 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 have a, we have a chat and we talk about Maguire and the way that he doesn't play like he played uh, for us. But for me, one of the biggest things about that was the fact that we didn't have two defensive midfield players sitting right on top of the back four like Ollie seems to do. So, Maguire was encouraged to come out with the ball and that breeds his own confidence. You know, when it seems to be at Manchester United, he has those two defensive midfielders, whoever they are, Fred, McTominay, whoever it might be on the day, sitting right on top and his job is to try and win it, which Mm -hmm. he doesn't do that often these days, and just give it to one of them. So, I think he's being hampered from his natural game a bit. So, you know, I can understand that, uh, that Man United... Uh, fans are probably not seeing the best of Harry
1: Maguire. Uh, 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 it, oh, it's not, it's not working. Let's bring this up from Rob. They've spent over one billion since Fergie left. <laughs> that, that that just when when I see figures like that, it scares me. It really does. But going back to um, to Harry Maguire, was Harry? a better player than he potentially was or a play, or, or a better player than he is now because of who was with him at last day you look at drink water mm-hmm. you know and you, you know a lot of people have said drink water is better because of canty you know was yeah. was Maguire better because of morgan
0: stroke evans I think it is uh, it is very often, you know, a matter of who you're playing with as well and whether you fit into the system, whether they fit into you. I remember, um, I, I'm sorry to say this, but I remember Dennis Wise um, uh, coming to, to Leicester and oh, looking, very, very, um, looking very, very ordinary. You know, he was at Chelsea where every time he got the ball, he had two or three options on the ball. You know, you come here, it came to us... We didn't have a great team when Dennis Wise was here, uh, to which he added. Um, and he didn't have those options and he was shown up a little bit. Um, so, uh, you know, you've got to, you know, players don't fit every team. They don't fit every formation. The way Can we, I say we built that back line. Them,
1: Go on. Oh, are you are you with me? Yeah, you, you, you froze then for a second. Sorry. Can I just uh, say one word, backing up what you're just saying there, um, in Yeah.
0: How good? Yeah, was he I mean, yeah. Whenever he came on, he was having you know half a dozen clear chances created for him, and he was putting them away. Mm-hmm. You know, here the chances are hard to come by, um, and that's why it doesn't it, it doesn't work, does it? And and that's why you you've got to whether you like him or not, whether you like the team or not, you have to salute uh, the way that Klopp does it at Liverpool. You know, he mm-hmm. doesn't. I've said this before. He doesn't buy stars. He buys people who fit the system, he, he finds pieces to fit the jigsaw uh, and then keep them functioning so that when one drops out, another one can slot straight in and it doesn't have that effect on the team. I would imagine there's going to be players, you know, who, who leave Liverpool who won't be as good as they were when they leave. And likewise, mm. he's bringing in players who you would think, you know, why the hell has he brought him in? But but he, he, he they work, they just work really well.
1: Like like I say, going back to say the Man United of the seventies, eighties when Liverpool was so dominant, buying players simply because they were a big name, not necessarily that would fit in. I mean, we we look, we played the video at the start and you know it, it is there. I mean, you know, they are, like you say, one point behind us. They have got the, the game in hand. Um mm-hmm. no guarantee this is the thing this season, there's no guarantee you've got a game in hand there any club's going, going to win that. You know, we... It's not... I mean, let's, also, i bring this up. Let me bring this up at the same time. The form guide there. Um, it's pretty pretty sort of similar. I mean, you know, I know we've lost a couple, but they, 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 they drew uh, against my city. But, I mean, that win they had over Leeds, it kind of makes mm. you think, doesn't
0: it? It does, but it also should give us optimism because I think that game had something like i don't know 45 chances or, or goal attempts between the two clubs and it was just a matter of the fact that uh, manchester united's finishing was much more clinical than leeds was but leeds created a hell of a lot of chances against manchester united yeah i would say that we have better players we have better finishers so you know and i think we're, we're we've got a much better back line to be able to deal with him so Yes, the result looks bad or looks frightening, I guess you could say, um, 6-2. But, you know, the amount of chances Leeds created playing on the break the way that we do should give us a bit of optimism that we can at least create chances against Manchester United. It's just whether we can take them.
1: Talking of, I mean, that is, yeah, that's the thing. I I was about to say, so if Madison, sorry, if Vardy doesn't score, who does? But then, you know, Madison got what should have been up there with one of the goals of the season. It, it mm. literally was. I, I I made a comment in another chat, you know, how would French women footballers get on with the VAR? You know, um, mm. I'll leave you, I'll leave everybody to to, to to work that one out for themselves. But, you know, yeah. the fact that he's saying he needs to shave his armpit. I mean, it, it, it is ridiculous. But then, you know, we got called back for the penalty because of VAR. Without VAR, that mm. wouldn't have been given. But Madison slowly looks like he might mm. be getting back to that bit of form, you know, that that, that he had that we remember him for.
0: And we yeah, need somebody he's, because he's he's, on board all the time, can we? No, he, he's getting a bit of swagger back, isn't he? And uh, mm. I think we touched on this last week that um, Brendan had come out and said he'd had regular chats with Madison um, to try and give him his support let him know what a, a good player he thought he was. Mm. And Madison's definitely uh, a confidence player, you know? And I think, again, I touched on this before. I, I think last week we were talking about potential captains uh, and what it would do to the players. Uh, and I threw Madison out there as a potential captain because I thought he, like Grealish, would thrive under that responsibility of being the centre of attention. I think that's what Madison loves. Uh and it's happening to him again but he's putting in the performances but he needs to do it consistently now he can't afford to have a week off or two weeks off he's got to do it consistently um but it's great to see him back and playing further forward and i think that helps him a little bit as well that he's not having to to, to run around um covering around in the midfield where he can he can think more proactively more forward thinking so he's almost playing that proper number 10 role now
1: because, you know, we do, he's got goals in him and we you know we do, we do need that. But the good thing is, after the um, Spurs game, no major injury, uh, injury, <laughs> that's easy for me to say, no major injury concerns. Vardy seems to have come through it okay. It was a bit, just maybe a bit of a twinge. Best to come off at that point. Um, Castaneda and Marty both seem to have come through it okay. But we yeah, and and the,
0: together. Well, this is it. And uh, when we move on to uh, looking at the teams for uh, for these next couple of games, I think we will see quite a few changes uh, between the two, just because of the short turnaround of any two days. Um, you know, as much as we would like to start keeping a consistent team now, I think now we're getting our better players back. I think you have to be aware that, you know, with a long season, in the head it would be foolish to try and look at one game uh, and push players a little bit too far um, just to try and stay where we are we're in a good, good position you know even if we had a couple of slip ups over a couple of games we're still going to be there or thereabouts so I think it's really important that that squad depth um, is important now and I think the squad depth is really important in the fact that Vardy could come off any player now it seems who has any kind of little twinge, you know, they're bringing them off because they know they're confident in the people who are coming off the bench.
1: And it is. And and this was said, um, I I think the last game was Amazon, wasn't it? And the guy that was commentating there said it was, might have been Robbie Savage. I don't know, but he was saying, no, it was Alan Smith. He was saying that we've we've got a squad now. We have got that squad. We're not, um, you know, where before... The first team picked itself and that was it. You say we can switch it all around, which very nicely, very nicely for, and thank you for that, Craig, takes us into where you put on Brendan's shoes. Are, are, they, are they still fitting you?
0: They are. They're quite snug at the moment, um, but I'm wearing my thicker winter socks, so that may be the uh, reason for that. That could be it. And it
1: might be difficult when we do Crystal Palace later, but uh, to pick a team because we are sort of going ahead one game. But let's have a look at um, and again, as I always say, that's not your choice. That's just the graphic there. But your formation and lineup for the um,
0: for the Manchester United game. Well, um, in Brendan's shoes, you know, I think you cannot beat having a consistent. Team, you know, um, yes, when changes are forced on you, um, like they are with injuries or another game coming up, you have to switch it around. But I think on the back of that performance, I don't think there'll be too many changes um, to that team. And in fact, I've only made the one uh, in the team that I've picked, and that is with a view to the next game and where the dangers may lie in the next game, the Palace game, rather than this Manchester United game. So. I'm going with the, the standard four one four one and the team is virtually as it was against Spurs. So Casper, James Justin, Fafana, Evans and Castagna.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um with Indeedy in front of him, who I th- thought was immense against Spurs. That was that was the, the Wilfred Indeedy of old and uh all I can say is that we need to get Champions League football this season and enjoy Wilf while we can because on that level of performance, there's going to be a lot of potential suitors banging at our door in the uh, in the summer. Not necessarily Jeez. winter, but I think in the summer.
1: Yeah. We don't have to sell. We're not a selling club now. And When you look at the training facility that's been launched today, yeah. I mean, those videos that are coming out, I mean, yeah, that, that is the training facility and that is better than a lot of teams' grounds. It, it, it is amazing. Oh. And uh,
0: the future is blue.
1: Good, anyway, sorry, get him back. Definitely, D- 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 I agree with
0: you. Yeah, yeah, so indeedy. And then, um, across the midfield, um, I've left Harvey Barnes in. I thought it was a more uh, an improved performance from Harvey. He seemed to get involved a lot more, um, not just waiting for the ball he was coming and looking for, and he looked dangerous. Still, um, a few annoying misplaced passes or, or a poor touch. Um, but I'll, I'll leave him in there. Um, yeah. Madison and Tielemans yeah. uh, in the centre. Vadi uh, up front. My only change for this one is um, I'm putting O'Brien back on the bench and I'm bringing in under uh, for this because I think we should be on the front foot a little bit more uh, on this one. Their dangers are through the middle of the pitch for me. They've got two decent fullbacks, but Wambasaka's end product isn't great. Alex Tellez on the left is a is a great player, but he's still finding his feet a little bit. And I think the way that they like to push on, we can exploit that space behind them, uh, maybe pulling Harry Maguire out uh, out of the centre uh, to cover around Alex Tellez. So I don't think they have that out-and-out out left-sided uh, double uh, whammy, as it were, like Spurs have Son and Regulon. Um, you could argue that, yes, Rashford and... And Tellez um, are a strong left-hand side, and I, I definitely, um, with uh, with Rashford uh, coming in off that left, but that's why I've left Just, uh, James Justin over there. But I don't think him and uh, Tellez have that same um, telepathy as, 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 for want of a better word, that Regulon and, and Son have that, that understanding between them. So I think for this one, I'm saving uh, saving Mark for the next game because I think he'll be more needed there. And I'm bringing in Under down that side.
1: And you you do you do realise that Maguire's is going to probably score the winner in the 94th minute? It's just written in the stars. It always is. But yeah, I I I, I love Under. I think Under j- deserves more starts. But all Brighton, he's
0: he's done a job when he's come in, hasn't he? He has, but I'm not sure. Um, as I say, that he can play two games that close together. I I, mm. I think if he if he plays against Manchester United he's he's not playing against palace and without uh, jumping too far ahead that uh, sort of axis that palace have of uh wilf zahar and uh, eze down that left-hand side is a dangerous one for me and i think all will be uh, much more useful in trying to stop the ball getting to zahar against palace than he will be for uh, in the manu game that's why i've left him out of this one so Yep, and um, I think four one four one is probably
1: the best formation that, that that we have. I think we play better with the back four, and yeah. I think that formation is the one that's done well for us when we've used it. Asking you to take Brendan's shoes off now, and then asking you to to polish your crystal ball um, or yeah. two crystal balls, whichever <laughs> however many you've got, but get them polished. We're looking at score predictions. Um, we're all feeling a little bit more confident, but like I say, tempered with the fact that it is Manchester United. Again, what do you guys that are watching think? I mean, you know, the, the, the ex players here, Steve Walsh, always very confident. I love that in Steve. He's gone for a two, one win. Steve Lynx tempered that a little bit with a one, one, uh, Marshy, as honest as ever, he, he's not afraid to, to pop against us, but he's gone 2 3 uh, with United sneaking. That's probably that Maguire 94th minute goal to sneak it. I've gone for a 2 2 draw. I've got to be honest with you against the Red Devils. 2 2 draw because, like I say, simply because of the history history between us. What are you going to go for, Craig? And if you say 3 2, oh, yeah.
0: I'll put my hand through the screen and drag you through. OK. Um, well, I'd, to be honest, I, I think 2-2 two, is not a bad shout. Um, mm. But yeah, I think there'll be goals. And, you know, the fact that we haven't had a draw this season. Um, no. And the way that we've been going, you know, a draw at home to Manchester United with our home form would be a good result. I just think that 3-2 might be the score, Chris, uh, and we're, we're going to sneak it.
1: You're three two, two to be honest with you. Right. Can I just say now, and I am going on record here, and I know we're like a third of the way through the season, which we're a little bit behind because of, of how it's all played out this this season, of course, with COVID. For the rest of the season, you are not allowed to go three two because you were you were going for that every week until we win a three game three two. But no, that is banned from now on.
0: I, I thought I'd been going for three ones more often than, than not. Was it to, three, to I
1: know there's a three something. I know there's a three-something, but uh, right, so yeah, we're gonna come uh, back um and so we're gonna come back in one second and we're gonna have a, okay. a look at your classic game, which I've managed to avoid mentioning all, all <laughs> show. I think people may have an idea as to what it is. A bit of a quiz in there, which the will show so. My knowledge up to be as bad as it is but uh, we're back in one second This is Chris from Leicester Till I
0: Die Thank you for watching and listening Have a very Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Don't do anything I wouldn't enjoy
1: Indeed So, Craig Leicester City, Manchester United,
0: a classic match Let me uh, Well, I mean to me What then... did we go for? Well, I mean, there can only be one that uh, that nineteen ninety seven nil nil draw in March. Um, <laughs> the um, game, yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, uh, obviously, uh, as most people would expect, twenty um, first of September, twenty fourteen, the newly promoted Foxes, who were ready to be put to the sword by Manchester United, and uh, I mean. Anybody who was there, it will go down, I'm sure, as one of their top ten, top five games of all time. Um, the whole day was amazing. As I say, it was one of our early games in uh, back in the Premier League. And uh, when we went a goal down quite early on, you thought, yeah, um, it's not going to be a good day. And then we went two down. But the fact that we got that Ajoa goal back pretty quickly to go 2-1, um, gave us all a bit of belief. He got the crowd going, you know, and we, uh, we thought we could we could do something. Obviously, that was tempered a little bit early in the second half when um, uh, Herrera, I think it was, uh, scored with a, a back heel to put them 3-1. But then, you know, the most amazing comeback I think most of us have ever seen, you know, probably outdoing the Mark DeVries late winner from last week against Spurs um, to come back and... Score, I think we scored four goals in 20 minutes or something. You know, Cambiasso banged one in, which was great to see. And you know, for us to run out 5 3 victors in that game, just you know, almost gave us that belief that this wasn't going to be a bad season. You know, in the end, it turned out to be an amazing season for the great escape. Um, but we had some bad times uh, after this Manchester United it's, it's all
1: It all went wrong because I, I remember I had a season ticket. And as you know, I live down in Paul Bournemouth, so it's like a seven and a half hour return journey. And I thought after that game, I thought this is it. Like you say, we are, we're this is going to be a big season for us, and we lost. <laughs> we lost, and that journey every time coming home having I mean, lost the game, but it did make it did make the the survival so much better in a way.
0: Oh, it, it, it did. I mean, it was just. A- it was just an unbelievable game, the way that we uh, uh, that we t- we turned that around and we showed that we could live with uh, with teams at that level. And uh, as you say, you touched upon uh, a little quiz that I'm, I'm going to put out there for people. So uh, obviously, Chris, you're in control of, of what answers you show and uh, whether you know the answer or not. Um, if you do, it makes it easier for you to not put up the correct answer if somebody comes up with it early on. Yeah. So I'm going to give you the starting lineup of Leicester City for that Manchester United game back in 2014, and I want you to tell me who is missing. So no. this was the lineup: so Schmeichel, Delat Wes Morgan, Liam. He's one of our own. more, yeah. Paul Konchesky. Danny Drinkwater, Cambiasso, Ajoa, Nugent, and Vardy. So, who is missing from that starting lineup on the 5 3 game against Manchester United?
1: Did Nugent. I mean, I was there. This is, this is always the embarrassing thing. This is the start. Did Nugent start the game? obviously did because yep. you put him in there but it's amazing how yeah so we've got we've got casper scored a penalty he did i know yeah i know because Vardy, i think had gone off at that point hadn't he um no that was a uh, i think that was in pe- yeah that was a penalty Can't I, honest, I was i remember that i was with my son that game and i was just looking then on on the website lessnesslydie.com we have a page favorite match where there's a few yeah. matches i put up every now and again that people can sort of um, choose what their favourite match was. And second place with 9.8 was the 9-0 win over Southampton. But in top place, it was 10-0. Sorry, 10 points was the Leicester (laughs) Man United game that you were talking about. And I will, um, even though I I didn't include the one score of one given by the Man United fan that's in the group. So the team that you've read out, Casper. Kanchevsky, Liam Moore, uh, Wes Morgan, Richie Delap, Ujoa, Drinkwater, Cambiaso, Nugent, Vardy. I yep. there's a couple in there. I, I must admit, I thought it was going to be the likes of somebody like Moore or Delap that you were going to leave out. Um, I <laughs> I I know I should know this. Um, yes, in fact, I think somebody has just put the answer there, and I think they are very very correct. And I feel embarrassed because I do. I know this guy, and he did do the uh, five favorite things for the website as well. But just while we're waiting to see if anybody else comes up with what player was missing from this start up, uh, sorry, yeah. starting lineup against Man United in the five three, we've got Kasper, Konczeski, Moore, Morris, Delat, Ujoa, Drinkwater, and Nugent, Vardy. To be honest with you, I would have been sat here all night and I would have not remembered this guy. Um, but I'll bring it up in a minute. But you were obviously there as well yeah, Craig. yeah. and i thought oh, my my dividing memory of that is the fact that i ended up in some poor lady's lap who sat next to me now i don't know what <laughs> uh, i knew her as much as i saw her at every home game because she was a season yeah. ticket as well but we went we went to um uh <laughs> i think it, I, what, I can't remember what goal it was uh but one of the goals we cheered so much that me son knocked into each other he passed me back i know it was a lady behind me i think i went back over the seat into her lap and uh <laughs> she she cushioned my fall you <laughs> know bless her that's um, your
0: excuse anyway Chris.
1: Yeah. <laughs> that's right. yes well she was behind me so i don't know couldn't see what she was yeah. like
0: you know but, uh, <laughs> but bless her. It, it was one of those i was there moments, this, um, wasn't it This this game this game was shown uh, by sky uh three or four weeks ago on their classic matches and uh yeah. i was flicking through the channels and it was on and i think um i think it, it only it was only five minutes in and i ended up watching the whole game again uh into the early hours of the morning i mean just fantastic uh, game some great goals i mean um the goal that uh i can't even remember his name um the french guy scored where he's Scooped it over Casper. Over oh, was just a. Yeah. a you know, yeah. De Maria. Yeah. De, De Maria's goal yeah. was fantastic. Yeah. It was a great goal. And it um, just that because It deserved it. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm.
1: But, uh, and but you, you, uh, you mentioned then, I've got to bring him up. He's one of my favorite guys. And he very kindly did the favorite things for the website as well, even though he's sort of. He was in Mexico. I don't know where he's now. Leo Ujoa. Don't we miss somebody yeah. like that that can come on now, you know? Right, I'm gonna read it out one last time. We've got a couple of correct answers. Um who is missing from this lineup? Uh Craig's asking for the Leicester five Man United three game. Casper obviously in goal, Koncheski Moore, um, Morgan Delat, Ujoa, drinkwater, cambiaso, Nugent, and Vardy. Um and Andy's just said, hey, good evening, Andy. Thanks for joining us. Uh, I was sitting in uh, L1 next to the United fans. <laughs> what an atmosphere. Uh, I, I, yeah. I would never, one of the inviting memories of that match for me, I don't know about you, Craig, was um, Van der Gaal after, you know, when he was sat there with Ryan Giggs, he just got like,
0: his head was yeah. in his hand. He was losing. It was, uh, like I say, from, we From their perspective, I, I, everything that could have gone wrong went wrong, you know. No, they had yeah. the young lad. Um, what was his name? Blackett sent off. Yeah. Um, yeah. Two penalties. You know, uh, it was just. It was just. You know, it's just one of those days. And I'm sure Man United fans will remember it uh, for all the wrong reasons, but it will yeah. live in their memory as well. It was just an all-round fantastic match.
1: Right. Well, we've got two correct answers. Andy Medhurst has got it correct, and I'm saying, I'm saying that. I'm obviously, I'm, I'm just thinking like, yeah, it was him. Of course, it was. You know, but of course. I could be wrong. But um, coming in first with the answer, and I've got to be honest with you, like I say, I would have been sat here all night and not got this. We're going to give this to Rob. I think he's
0: got it correct there, hasn't he? He has. It was Dean Hammond. And uh, you know what? When I I watched
1: that game... Andy Medhurst did get it as
0: well there. Well done to both of you. Yeah, when I watched that game back on on Sky as a classic match... uh, I was amazed to see him playing. I, I forgot that he was playing as well, and the fact that we won that game five three with Dean Hammond at the middle of our midfield uh, is astonishing. You know, bit of Again, a workman, he, what, and he did a job for us.
1: He did, did it. He? he wasn't um, the most loved player there, but you know, he had that experience. He could hold the ball up and and you know just calm things down. He, had, he was that old experienced head, wasn't he?
0: Yeah, he was. He was.
1: Talking of old experienced heads, I am going to say thank you very much, Craig, uh, for uh, tonight's show. And I don't know about you, but just to prove my ex wife wrong and show that I can do things twice in one night, we're going to be (laughs) back. We're going to be back filling more stockings in 10 minutes. We're going to have a bit of a break. Um, just to have a drink and upload all the new graphics and what have you. Um, and we're going to be looking at the Crystal Palace game because that comes on the 28th quite quickly after Christmas. And we need we need a break as well. We need a break. Craig, thank you very much, mate. I will see you in about 10, You're 15 welcome. minutes. welcome. Thanks, everyone. Uh, and uh, thanks a lot, guys, for joining us. Like I say, give us about a 10, 15-minute break. We're going to be coming back, and we are going to be looking at the Crystal Palace game, which hopefully... We'll be looking at our second win out of two over the Christmas period. Well, let's hope Santa does bring his wishes.
0: Happy holidays, I guess.
1: Thanks, Jose. <laughs> See you in fifteen minutes, guys. Take care of yourself.
0: Thanks for watching Lester Till I Die. This is Chris saying goodbye, and see you next time.
1: Shut up and sit down.
0: Thanks for watching. These videos are tremendous. You'd better like them too, or I'll be back. Sports Social Podcast Network.
1: It's the 90th minute. All your mates around.